Come on, is we it? We are now... Uh, We're doing a podcast. How many days from Halloween are we? 21? No. Yes? Okay, so October 31st is Halloween. Right. Uh, today's the 10th. Yes. So I think you go 21. 31st minus 10. Right. 21. So we have like 15 days to Halloween. <laughs> Do no, you have your costume ready? No wonder. Yeah, you do. No wonder this is not a profitable podcast. What? Who's who's talking? Who's saying that? I am. Uh, hi. It's uh. We're we're gonna do this thing. We're doing it. Yeah. Hello. We're really doing it. We up. have we have something Still, here. I don't what? I don't know what these are. I just had something open. Where is it? I don't know. My whole script. Oh my god. So while Chris looks for the script. Huh? Um, I'm going to Mexico tomorrow. Tell us about it. I'm going down to my friend's house, my friend Rick. He's got a sweet place. We go there every year in October. Right. Um, I haven't been down there for quite a while. Last time I was down there, uh, our friend Paul got really hurt. I think I have PTSD oh that, I, that I need to get oh through. God. And then, yeah, but you ever like have one of those, like you're going on vacation, you kind of just don't, you kind of don't want to like, I wouldn't say don't want to go, but you're just like, meh. Yeah. I'm kind of in a meh. Like, I've been in meh for a while. You're in meh mode? Just meh. I was in a meh mode. Dude, I cannot find the script for today's show. How did you lose it? I don't know. But see, I'm like opening it, and then it's an open. Do I force quit? Yeah, force quit it, and then reopen it. See, this is called Tech Talk. I also... Um, I have an older computer like yours right there. Dude. And my um my power thing broke this morning. So power I, thing. You know, the thing. It's just oh, like stop working. I got the script. Okay, we're good. Thank God cuz Dude, if this I, show's not scripted, we're f- it fudged. Kiss your webby goodbye. Is there a podcast uh is there a podcast award? Ceremony we should be yeah, part it's, of. It's called the Podskers. The Podskers. I don't know what it's called. Anyways, this is the Monday Mass and Action Sports podcast about nothing. I'm Chris Cote. Is Todd I, I'm Todd Richards, and we're did we here. Do this? We did. Well, I'll just edit out that first part. That's fine. It's the world's greatest action sports podcast. A lot of not a lot. Well, we've got a lot of stuff to get to. Uh, let's start with sponsors. You know what we're going to start with? Beneath Apparel, because we've got some. What are these special? So if you're listening with your ears and not watching with your eyes we're gonna unbox unbag this is asmr well and look at this starting with the bag it's recyclable biodegradable 100 percent. who cares what's in there okay so it is winter somewhere <gasps> oh my goodness we're talking base layer beneath what it's up? got base layer now yeah dude Whoa, base tell me, tell in me, your face. Tell the viewers mm-hmm. listening what you're feeling right now. I am feeling a Ooh. very nice base. Look at that. Dude, that one's got the colored dots on it. Beneath Apparel has come out with base layer. Yes. This is cool. What are these, pants? Those are panties. No, they're not. Are they? Yeah. Oh, my. It's a shirt. We got a top. Tops. We got tops. Look at all these tops. Well, now we've opened them, so we gotta wear them sometime. Here we go. There's the first Here top. Here we go. Thank you, Beneath Apparel. That is great news. And of course. And kids, this bag's not a toy. Don't put it over all your right. head. We got all the underwear you need. Todd and I are gonna be giving these away at random on the streets. <laughs> right? I'm signing yes. you up for that. Okay. Giving them away at random. Can we give them the away for Halloween? 
Like when kids come to your door, instead of candy, you give them underwear. You're like, they've only been used twice. Wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, beneath apparel, under under layer. Very excited about that, yeah. as it is winter time, Thanks, pretty boys. much everywhere in the got world. Got some new now. garments. Do you think this is the like November first? Let's say is that the is that winter around the world proper? November first. Yeah, because it's kind of like coming out of winter in the south of the world, but also coming into the winter and they cross over. I'm sure. Some science. Sure. I I don't know that science. That science sounds flawed. But I've never been a scientist. Pedal Electric at pedal.electric. Todd, these are the best e-bikes in the world. You know that? Yep. So you re- did you ride it here today? Nope, not today, but I've been riding around all weekend. All weekend, mm-hmm. huh? You got the surf rack on there. Got the surf rack. Yeah. I put I put the pegs back on the other day because I wanted to, my daughter and I don't want to, we go to the farmer's market and we don't want to deal with parking. Right. So we doubled over there like a jet. Yeah. <laughs> Things are quick. And you kick in that second motor when you go up mm-hmm. the hill, even with someone on the back, and you still go up that hill. You're flying. You're flying. I love it. Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce. What do you Hello. know about at Try Bachan's? You know what I know about Try at Bachan's? What? Or at Try Bachan's right now? We've got a not only um, some of the most wonderful bar- Japanese barbecue sauce on the planet, but we also have coming up a big Come event on. on the 16th. This sir, uh, this is the Southern California Japanese Surfing Contest. What? 2022. I never knew about this. Yes, sir. And this is where is it? Wow, Todd, you've got some real news breaking. Right I do. Here. It's kind of in kanji though. I don't. I can't read it. But Bachans is a huge sponsor of this, um, and it's. I don't know where it is. It's Bachaning. Can you read that? I can't That's read a that. lot of sponsors. That's a, well, I'll put this up on my Instagram. What's your Instagram? At uh, B Todd Richards. B stands for body because he's I, got a hot. This body. might actually be at Seaside. Come on. Yeah, I think maybe. But anyway, you should double check that. I will. At Try Bachons. Okay, you keep going. I'm gonna figure out where this Herschel thing is. Supply Co. At Herschel Supply. Obviously, we talk a lot about Herschel Supply. This is the only podcast in the word world where you will hear about Herschel Supply every single week. And we talk about Herschel Supply every single week because they're the best in the business of bags. We're talking luggage, we're talking backpacks, we're talking day use, computer bags, anything and everything that has to do with luggage and baggage. They've got it. They've got it. Not only... This is bugging me. What is? There's this, like, see how it's it's uneven right here? No. No, Jesus. That's better. I wish I could figure out how, where, God, I hate this. Hey, YouTube, that better? What else we got? Nanocraft CBD. Right now on Nanocraft CBD, uh, you can go at Nanocraft CBD. There's a fall special, 50% off of gold, 1,000 milligram drops. That's the gold standard of CBD products. And this is a good reminder because I need to take their uh, CBD Nanocraft CBD nighttime melatonin formula out of my toiletry bag because last time oh I went down God. to Mexico, uh, I got... Why don't you just put it in a bag? If you're if you're worried about the the label, why don't you just no, put just, the... No, I'm not... Wait, like pour it in a, a plastic bag? The, the liquid or the drops? <laughs> yeah, the they have gel caps. No, I know. I don't have any currently. Oh, I'm just I might saying. at my house. Just saying. I might at my house. 
Nanocraft CBD at Nanocraft CBD. For those of you out there not going on Todd's trip, 50% off all gold 1,000 mil. This is the gold standard. Did I say that? Gold standard yeah. of, yeah, it is the gold Alluded. standard. Bubs Naturals at Bubs Naturals. Uh, I did a post featuring my mom and it reminded me that, you know, Bubs Naturals, give this to the people you love. If you want them to live longer, die young as soon as possible. I mean, as late as possible. <laughs> wow. Die young as late as possible. Bub's Naturals. Mm -hmm. They're the best at mm -hmm. Bub's Naturals. I use it every day. And I'm not planning on dying anytime soon. I'm going to die young a long time from now. Right. Yeah. It's very confusing messaging. Hanson surfboards. Nothing confusing about Hanson surfboards. I went into Hanson's the other day and I said, hey, guys, I don't have the time to drop my board with a whole bunch of dings off at the Ding King here in Encinitas. Okay. I need the stuff to do it myself at home. And they said, sure, we get the kit right here with the Q-Cell and the mixer and all this stuff. And hell, I went home. You did it. And I fixed the surfboard wow, right up. Oh, the one That's you're right. bringing on your trip. No, my, my son's surfboard. Oh. He, apparently, he likes to just use it as a hammer. So he smashed his board. Dad fixed it. Dad fixed it. Thing is, thing looks good. Does it look? Cherry? I mean, I did get a lot of like resiny stuff everywhere on your hands, hands, and desk. The, and it did. It, I put too much of the um, the activator in there, and it did start smoking. Wait, you're not using solar res. You're just going. No, you're going no, like I'm, full. Yeah, kit. because I had to like replace. Like it was like a big hole. Oh, huh. Anyway, wow, you're a good dad. I miss Mr. Fix-It. Panic and Coffee and Tea at Panic and Coffee and Tea. They can fix when you are bummed out and you need right. caffeine for a immediate pick-me-up. I don't see you with coffee right now. I just drank one. You drank it? Yeah. Did it make you feel better? Kind of. Kind of. I have, I have travel anxiety today. Travel anxiety. I feel that. I have non-travel anxiety. I don't have trips come everywhere, everywhere I go. People are, where are you? oh, what's next? We got coming up next. I'm like, what? I don't ask you what work you're not getting next. <laughs> I don't come and say, what jobs have you lost lately? I mean, I'm not, I'm gaining jobs, if anything. But if, if what anything. I'm saying is, right. I'm not going on a trip like you. So We're therefore, nine, my nine minutes travel so anxiety is not with you. Nine, uh, nine minutes, sponsor block. And Olas Medio. Youonline.com and Olas Medio. <laughs> Media. And we also have, uh, formerly of New Greens, like I said, New Greens is being reformulated, so... Should I change it on this? My, yes, you should put it to Pure Prescriptions. So no longer New Greens. Not right now. Right now it's Pure Prescriptions, and they are pushing their dream time... Uh, pushing it on you. CBD and melatonin um, to help you go to sleep. But they also are uh, one of the biggest distributors for supplements on the web at new greens and i'm actually going to mexico tomorrow with Wait, Devin, who owns new greens don't don't put all that prescriptions. Yeah, pure prescriptions that's, that's right for next time yes uh we got die stick got die we're not good we're not good at podcasting right now to no. be honest what is die we're, stick we're not doing die stick well. got com i'm gonna this whole block editing room floor which is right over here it's all going let's start over Diecutstickers.com. All At spelled out. Die cut stickers. And then you spell the dot com. D O T. That's on Instagram. And At regardless of their Instagram handle, which I think is great, they do make 
amazing stickers. Look at the quality we've got here. Look at Don't these. smash them up. I'm not. Because we're trying, to, we're trying to sell these. Well, are we? I mean... People what are we? trying to buy them, but we don't know how to sell Look them. Look at these things. So maybe when we do our next merch drop... Look at them glisten like that. Yep. So you two can have your business emblazoned on a sick die cut sticker, square, rectangle, whatever shape you want. Todd's got control of these. Are you bringing any of these to Mexico? Yes. Okay, good. I think uh, I think we did it right there. Okay, sweet. So Cattle, you've got some, you have some local news to take. You have some local business to take care of. What is it? Some local plugs. Local is in just right here. Just in, just me. Comedy Night in Encinitas is coming up this Friday, October 14th. Chris Fairbanks, JT Parr, Strider Wilson, Benji Weatherly, Chris Cantori, Adam Jara, and more. 6 to 10 p.m. That's a Friday night. First Street Bar and Grill. Kind of bummed I'm going to miss that. I'm bummed you're going to miss it too, but I'm going to try to do one in November and December as well. Mm -hmm. October 22nd, are you going to be back? Yes. This is going to be trippy. What is Groovy it? Groovy Palooza. It's at, it's a, it's a, it's a, Trippy ass festival mm. of music Sounds happening like, at the Sinister Trails in Encinitas, California. Right sounds, on the corner. Sounds the like Manchester. there might be juggalos there. There might be. I know there's going to be sinister clowns. There might be some dreadlocks. There's reggae music. How there's come a Chris Cote solo set? Really? Are you two. gonna Are you gonna dress up? Yeah, I'm dressing up. Okay, what are you gonna go? Don't with? know yet. That is my one. That's uh, that's my Halloween question mark. Maybe you should go as the first, the guy first from the Hills Have Eyes. What's that look like? Like kind of bald. Melty. You. Melty. Hills Have Thighs. The Hills Have Thighs. I'm playing with Sensi Trails, Band of Gringos, Kaipora, Hunt Hucks, and more. 18 and up. 18 and up. Yeah, because they're sponsored by some weed companies. <laughs> oh, palooza. Maybe you might get some free pre-rolls. Either way, it's going to be really fun. Maybe scary. Definitely groovy and iry evening, and it's at uh, October 22nd in Encinitas. Last but definitely not least, Halloween Heat, October 29th at Belly Up. Are you and, uh, you and Blair doing you it again? You should come out I know. with your costume and see what happens in the costume contest. I'll push for you. I cannot say 100% that you're going to win, If you would just wear the hand Solo and Carbonite again, I believe that we could win. Well, I'm going to have a costume on the whole night. But what if, like, when I come up on stage, because you... Because I'm the put... host of the Halloween costume yeah, contest, but... so I don't think that would be very fair to the other... Mm. Maybe if you brought the Carbonite thing and you got a volunteer... And just in the audience? Yeah. Okay. That's all my plug. Surf News brought to you by Hanson Surfboards. Todd, over the yep. weekend, there was a lot of soul. And Stoke happening in Del Mar, California, where the surf meets the turf. The boardroom show happened. I was, uh, I intended to go. <laughs> <laughs> but I did watch the... Um, I almost went. I did watch the, the shape off, the, the shape off that was going down. Icons of foam. Icons of foam. Yeah. I did see my shaper, um, Jason, Jason Bennett. Bennett, into the finals up against, do you remember who he was up against? Rick Rock. Rick Rock. Rick Rock. Do you know who won? Rick Rock. Rick Rock won, but I think it was really close. So here's here's what it was. This is actually a really cool. The whole event is super rad. It's all about surfboards, and you go there, and it's just a joyful, you know, it's not like a sales thing. It's just people showing off. Yeah, they just want to, like, you know, get in there yeah. and, and touch the merchandise. Yeah, so you've got, you know, Channel Islands, Rusty, and dark arts and you know all kind of like the bigger board brands and they have all their brand new boards out which is super rad 
And then you have the show boards, which people build specifically for this event. Beautiful, mostly like pintail guns, just super cool looking boards. And then you've got uh, a surfboard auction, mm-hmm. thousands and thousands of dollars, like crazy cool collectible surfboards. Um, what One of them was, they had like the Sean Thompson instinct, just rad collection. And then kind of, I'd say the main event is in terms of the show part of it is called Icons of Foam. This year it was Timmy Patterson who presented the challenge. So there's eight shapers on day one. And it's a head-to-head bracket Head-to-head style. bracket Knockout. style. So day one, it was a, an Italo Ferreira standard shortboard. They had they got to hold it for like five minutes or something, you know, look at it, feel it up, look at the measurements and all that. And then they had to shape it in just like an hour. 50 so. minutes, I believe it was. Yeah, they had to shape it pretty quick. So day one, they shaped Italo's board, cut the bracket down. Day two... Timmy Patterson brought out a board called the Flying Saucer. Now, you would recognize this board if you're a Christian Fletcher fan. It was Christian Fletcher's surfboard, Timmy Patterson collab. It was about it's about four feet tall. It's almost like the shape of a boogie board, but just a kind of a rounded out boogie board with side. It, this board was built in the late 80s. So this is like pre all the boards you see now. They're mm-hmm. short and stubby and all mm-hmm. that. So pretty rad board and um so the second day the the semi-finalists i guess you would call them the icons of foam went head to head again it was jason bennett versus rick rock in the finals rick rock did win but the boards looked amazing the board was like a six channel board right like Um, six channel it was uh it had channels dude had a lot of channels channels on the top what do you mean on the top? The flying saucer board. No, the one that they shaped, the final board they shaped, I believe, had a bunch of channels in it. A six-channel board? I think so. Oh, that might have been the finals finals. Yeah. A Timmy Patterson six-channel. Yeah, so the one I, when I was there, they were shaping the flying saucer. This one, like, the final board, I think, was like a uh, a bump a bump wing six-channel Damn, that's a lot of work thing. to yeah. do in 50 minutes. Yeah. Either, I mean, the show was rad. You just walked in, and it was like, you know... Herbie Fletcher, Christian Fletcher, Randy Rarick, uh, you know, like every awesome shaper. I mean, it was just, like I said, full of soul. Very cool. It was fun to walk around. I had, I pushed myself. I'm like comfortable at home Sunday. I'm like, you know what? I'm going. Mm. And I just, I went. I got halfway there. What? You just turned around. Yeah. Well, I know. I had, I had to go to one of the local shops around here and I was like, oh, I'm just going to rip down there after I go to the shop. And then I ended up talking in the shop way too long. And then. At Hanson's. Yeah. Yeah. But you got your ding fixed. So you did your own kind of surfboard showroom. I did. I was, uh, they, I was one of the Titans of foam or whatever you want to call it. You're sick. All right. Anyway. Over the weekend, Leonardo Fioravanti and Macy Callahan won the EDP Visla Pro Aracera Challenger Series event. Both. Now qualified for the upcoming 2023 championship tour. Also, big news uh, with Rio. That's true. Ryan Callanan, he got second in that event. So as of now, your your three male qualifiers for the upcoming 2023 CT: Rio Wida, Ryan Callanan, and uh, Leonardo Fioravanti. So one newcomer in that group, and mm-hmm. we will see more. Uh, looks like Liam O'Brien could be next, and he deserves another shot. Liam O'Brien, you remember he. Broke his leg literally a half hour 
before his first ever heat oh, in yeah. a championship tour yep, event yep. at Pipeline. Yeah, I remember that. That's got to be one of the most uh, heartbreaking sports stories of the year, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, makes the tour, breaks his leg, but he's gonna, he's already coming back. On the women's side of it, Macy Callan won, like I said. Right now, she leads the Challenger Series. She's qualified. Molly Picklum is in second on the CS. Caitlin Simmers is in third. There's two events left, Brazil and Haleiwa. I, I have a feeling all of those names mentioned will be on the seat championship tour. All right? That's, uh, did you see the lowers raid? No, I didn't. Lowers raid happened again. So this is Oh, they paddle out on soft tops and take over the lineup. A bunch of kids paddle out and take over. But this time, they weren't met with so much kindness because... They weren't met with kindness? No. This is anti-kindness. Usually this happens. So you tell me your take on this. Usually the lowers raid that's happened a few times in the past happens mid-summer... You know, it's smaller like crowded. Day. It's whatever. It's like a zoo out there anyway. Well, this time they they went out there and it was mostly San Clemente locals in the lineup. Uh-oh. Griffin Colapinto is one of them. He says, this is a message to the local kids from San Clemente who did the lowers raid. First off, I want you to know there's no hard feelings from us that were out there. I understand what you're trying to do. It's super fun. All the boys used to do it when we were in high school. Oh, the boys, you know, the boys. But here's the deal. When you do a lowers raid and you want to do it in the middle of summer when there's a lot of out-of-towners and it's already super crowded, probably midday or the afternoon, da-da-da. Today's hard because the waves were firing and there was no one out except for the San Clemente locals. So if you felt a weird, bitter vibe from the locals, that's why. On my end, I want you to know there's no hard feelings. It's all good. And if I seemed a little bitter out there, I might have been for a second. I totally understand where you guys are coming from. So and this was on pissed. Saturday. This is on Saturday. Okay. Saturday or Sunday. Griffin was pissed, but then he admits like, yeah, I was pissed at first and then I just kind of got over it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, about a hundred and something, 120. It's kind of a rite, of, it's a rite of passage, right? Yeah. And it's lowers. I mean, I see both sides. What, what if they did that at your break? Would you be bummed? Mm, I mean, yeah, but like at the same time. I don't know. It's so rare at lowers that, like, if it really was one of those days where you're looking around going, holy crap, dude, there's nobody out here. It's just yeah. us. And, and then all off. of a sudden, a hundred and something people paddle out on soft tops with the only goal being get in everyone's way. To annoy you. Yes. To annoy the crowd, to annoy the surf world. And I think they accomplished that. They annoyed the hell out of Griffin Colapinto yeah. and the other San Clemente locals. But at the same time, doesn't affect me. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it did affect well, us. There you go. It was entertaining. I don't know. I didn't really watch much of it, but I get it. I can see how some of you would be bummed. Uh, congratulations, Jesse Bellower. 20 years of life rolls on. 20 years. So Jesse was paralyzed twenty year, or over 20 years ago, started this foundation. I believe it started as They Will Surf Again, and it moved to Life Rolls On 20 years ago. So basically... Jesse's Superman, mm-hmm. multi-time world champion um, in adaptive surfing and just overall superhero. He's been doing this 20 years, getting people with uh, spinal cord injuries surfing again. Love it. And this is a story that you've, we've actually been talking about mm-hmm. now for feels like 20 years. Yeah, and this is weird because I saw this on my social and I was like, wait, didn't that come out already? Yeah. Well, no. Apparently it didn't. Talking about through the doggy door. And it's finally here. This is a documentary that's been long in the making. Sheldon Pyshawn grew up on the east side. Oh, I'm going to get slapped if I don't. Grew up, grew up very poor on Oahu. 
And basically, this is the story about him growing up, you know, like in a tent on the mm -hmm. beach to becoming now, uh, I would say, like a global surfing star. So write these down or go to through dot the dot doggy dot door on Instagram because on October 14th in San Clemente, there's mm -hmm. a premiere. October 15th at That's La when Lama. I get back that night. I think I'm, we're going to try to go try to that. Yeah. mission over there. Um, and then October 16th at Newport Film Festival, Sheldon Paishan, Mason Ho, the Alani brothers made it. It's going to be an awesome film. They've been working on this for years. And I think they're, you know, you've had a documentary made about you, correct? Yeah. Was it, what, what was it like to finish it? Because you're kind of like waiting for a big hammer. My, mine was finisher. like weird. Like, what was yours about? I, I don't know. It's kind of just about my coming up. It was basically like a documentary, like basically the book that I did was kind of like P3. Yeah. It was more of like, um, like a documentary of that book, like basically taking that book and kind of going through that book in documentary style. I don't know. There's, it's just weird. Like I, I have weird feelings about They're it. Like you need to do something crazy so we can finish this movie. Yeah, no, not <laughs> really. It would have been nice if I did drop something. Drop into the cornice. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But anyways, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's over Yeah. and you're also like exposing yourself to, uh, the masses and then you don't realize how much you're exposing yourself until it's actually like when it premiered at La Paloma I was like oh god were you there yeah what and were you tripping and yeah I was tripping and my mom was in the audience and like all these you know it was just like it was just kind of gnarly I don't remember getting invited to that you were there <laughs> was I yeah was I drunk yes <laughs> sorry that was a long time ago p3 it's called parks pipes and that's Powder. the book it's called p3 p3 P3. Okay, what else we have on here? I want to keep talking about P3. Nope. nope. Parks, Pipe, and Powder. We got it right there. There you go. Eric Flynn wrote it. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, okay. So, moving. All right. So, Sheldon Paishan has a documentary coming out. The Alani Brothers made it. Todd also has one. <laughs> uh, if you want to be involved, if you want to do something good for someone else, go to the Challenge Athletes Foundation Community Challenge Weekend. Come in. Thank you. Did you just unplug something else? <laughs> no. Oh, no. we're still going. Okay. Uh, the CAF Foundation, Challenge Athletes Foundation, um, is having a big community challenge weekend, October 22nd and 23rd. This is where you can volunteer to go down and help with the CAF Adaptive Surf Clinic, October 22nd, Mission Beach. Uh, they need volunteers, and this will be one of the most enriching things you will ever do. Um, you're giving challenge athletes and these are you know either mentally physically handicapped surfers that just want to go out and surf and you can help them with that so check out caf on the internet it's on october 22nd in mission beach you should go uh that was surf news todd that's pretty good news talk to i taught i did talk to christian fletcher about the wedge and i got an in-depth this is exclusive reporting all right yeah let's hear it in depth, um, Bruce Irons and Christian Fletcher have been going out to the wedge and ripping. And I, I got this funny visual in my head. Christian's telling me that he called Bruce to come surf the wedge, and Bruce showed up in an Uber <laughs> just with his board, <laughs> like a towel, and went out there and got some serious bombs. Cam, uh, Cam and his buddies went to the wedge on Saturday. How was it? I guess they say it was. It was okay. There was a couple good-sized waves that came through, but for the most part, like they just got sandblasted. Yeah, 
Yeah. It happens. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any other surf news? No, I don't. No, what, no. What, uh, what boards are you bringing on your trip? You're looking at what? Head high to... Yeah, it's like... It's like a fun wave. Four like, to six, six plus on one of two of the days. So a little head. bit overhead. I don't know. I just bring my board that I ride around here. Am I, the more I bring up your trip, you're, the more nervous you're getting. I'm definitely not getting nervous. You're just... It's kind of like, meh. Lack of days ago. I kind of need to get on the plane. Once I'm sitting on the plane and we're going, be like, all right, we're going. Yeah. I feel like that's how it works. Yeah. I think that, you know, like packing the boards, doing all that stuff. Sometimes if your mind is wandering, you're like kind of worried. I'm just like, like my whole thing is I start thinking about like all the other crap, like all the other crap that I'm, I should be doing. And Instead, that, you're and that as soon as I get home, I'm barreling straight into. Right. So that's, I get stressed. Okay. But whatever. It's going to be fun. I just hope the the there's all that remnants of like the I think it was Julia or Juliet or something some hurricane that came through Nicaragua the other day and just like full havoc like came from the Caribbean side across the land oh wow and then into the Pacific so we're getting all that like unstable weather being whipped up into so you're going into a little bit of an unknown situation that's right that's right okay. Any at any moment, and I'm not yeah. trying to make you nervous, but at any moment, a new hurricane could whip right. No, out. No, no. I'm not saying that. No, no, no. But thunderstorms. Do you do lots you of rain? In climate change. What's the climate? I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm come. On, I'm on the fence about it, to be honest. But it, let's talk about skate news. Okay, That's a whole different topic. Chris, skate here's news a bl- is brought to you by Beneath the Parallel. Here's by the a way. blend over yes. from skate and surf. Come I, on. I sent you that clip this morning. Yes. There was a kid, um, I forget what where he was and what he was doing, but I think it was in Europe. It's on Thrasher Mag right now. Um, he was kick-flipping into this, this step-down ledge that was right next to some water. A houseboat. A houseboat. It was a pier. Basically. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, I don't want my board to fall in the water. So he yeah. took his shoelace saw that. and tied it to his truck like a surf leash. Yeah, is that an NBD? It might be an NBD. It might be an NBD. I, the hard part would be kick flipping with that leash on, but didn't seem to have a problem. He lost his board, and it did not get yeah, wet. Just grab the leash and pull it right back up. Um, I so like that. skate leashes. Oh, I got something for you. Mm. This is kind of skate news. Did what? you see Kyle Lenny's strapped in nine hundred? I did. Now, why he called why it? Why is that? He called it a nine hundred. A 720, he also he called it a 720, 720 called it a 900. 900. If, you, if you're if you a snowboarder or a skater, you would call this a 900. If you're a surfer, you call it a 720. Um, what? Did that, uh, it doesn't offend me anymore. It doesn't and, offend me either. I'm just like, yeah. whatever. Like, if you, I just, I look at it this way and we've talked this fucking to death. That's why it doesn't offend it's me It's like, anymore. look, if you, if you want to look at the wave like a jump, cool. I look at the wave like a quarter pipe. Me too. Let's go. But I'm stoked for Kyle Lenny to be doing weird, cool shit, as always. Mm-hmm. Back to skate news. Tony Hawk is back. He landed his first kickflip since breaking his femur. Have you ever broke your femur? No, and I don't intend to. I am not going to do that anytime soon. But uh, it it looked like an emotional roller coaster, and I know that Tony Hawk's been. I'm being serious. I know. This on, been, was this on flat or invert? Uh, well, it's kind of like on transition. On the flat ground of the vert ramp. Okay. So he was a little bit in transition, but basically you could tell the frustration to the joy. I mean, Tony Hawk's in a going through a rough patch because... It's all in your head. Like, he knows he can do all these tricks in his head, but, like, his leg is just not cooperating. Yeah, yeah so the GOAT the goat did a kickflip, and it's probably one of the more meaningful kickflips of his life. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I don't know what level he's going to get back to. I know in or I've already seen him skating vert. I mean, he's already doing very advanced vert tricks. He's not Tony Hawk yet. I if wonder he, like if he's, he makes a full comeback, this is going to be amazing. If, I have a feeling like the the big hurdle, you know, the 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 final boss the is, is going to no, oh my god. No, it's to do a 540 again. Yeah. If anybody what, can do it, it's Tony Hawk. Right. That's what hurt him, and he has to mentally get over that. God, I could never. You know? That's why he's Tony Hawk, and I'm not. Yeah. Brazil uh, took out the Street League Super Crown World Championships. Uh, Raisa right. Raisa yeah. is on such a different level. She's built different. She is built different. Yeah, meaning she's really good at skating. Super precise. Lands everything, um, like just proper style, and it's so crazy to think that that was the the girl in the dress. I do, know doing a kickflip off a loading dock like eight years ago, six years ago. You know, it's weird, and this might sound super weird, but we have now had Instagram for a decade. Mm-hmm. About that's when the world more. ended. And oh no, wait, the world ended when the iPhone came out. Yeah, it's crazy now because we're starting to see. You feel very, like, these people feel familiar now. Little kids that we used to see on Instagram, like the like Ray Salil mm-hmm. in a tutu kick-flipping a couple stairs. You're like, oh, my God, that's cute. And now, however many years later, like, we still know her. We still see her, and she's just advancing and got so much better. Mm-hmm. But we also see it with, like, you know, all these these little kids that we see. And, oh, that's, that's cute, like a little kid doing air. And now they're, like, grown-ups on surf trips being filmed by their like wives or husbands or whatever. So it's like we've grown up with a whole new generation and seen the transition from like dad's mom or dad are filming at local break mm-hmm. and now kid is like in Indo getting filmed by their boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. It's just a trip. It's weird. It's never happened before. We're making history <laughs> on Instagram. Um, also Portugal's Gustavo Ribeiro. Uh, he won doing Video game tricks. Uh, other finishers, Chris Joslin, Braden Hoban, Poe Pinson, 12-year-old. Uh, no, a 12-year-old Chloe Koval. Yeah, she's... Gnarly. She was at Dutour as well, and that's, you know, one one to watch. Yes. God, they're so good at skating. Did you see the new cover of Thrasher Magazine? I did, and big shouts out to Tyshawn and also to... Um, Atiba. Atiba Jefferson. I mean, like... <laughs> Uh, first of all, I always thought that you weren't supposed to go. Number one, you don't go down onto the subway onto tracks. the subway tracks because you don't want to touch the third rail because you'll get electrocuted. Is that a thing on a subway though? Yeah, third rail. Don't touch the third rail, dude. But that, like, for him to get down into the the actual tracks and shoot a kickflip over and across the gap is unbelievable. It's unbelievably scary because you gap. feel like. You're like you're gonna get smoked by a train. I would hope that they pretty much had like time that out. So I am going to go buy this issue of Thrasher because I I want to know the story. Was this a closed track? Was it off out? Like what? How did this all happen? Because you can. I mean, it's it's crazy to think even after all these years of skating, all the photos of Tiba's taken. I mean, Tyshawn, who's given us iconic moments already. Oh, we should, I mean, how do you I get wish... a, an iconic? magazine cover in skating you know i know people have ollied it and stuff like that but like it's just so it's yeah, like it's unreal 
and that was and that there was a whole bunch of um a whole bunch of talk about Tyshawn being Sodi skater of the year and that he was sitting on these crazy things right and this is just one of them and apparently there's more craziness yet to come wow so this Sodi conversation just flared up flaring flared up we'll talk more about Sodi we've got a couple months to go uh happy birthday wolfmate yeah ellis mate a podcaster among many other things um and i actually listened to a recent episode of hawk vs wolf where Tony Hawk talks about this awesome story that turned horrible, randomly skating, and Chad Muska shows up. This is recent, in Ohio, by mm-hmm. Chad Muska's farm. And Muska's cruising around the bowl. They're having a good time. Tony starts filming a little bit, and Muska starts oh, God. putting up the Muska flip in the shallow end of the bowl. And it's this started to feel like this magical, beautiful moment. Sentimentality of... Chad Muska doing a Muska flip, right? In front of Tony Hawk. He's filming it. <laughs> Fifth attempt at the Muska flip by Muska. Muska leans back, breaks his ankle. Skateboarding harsh. Good. Skateboarding hates us all. <laughs> Doesn't it? Skateboarding I think that's, hates us. that's the thing is like, look, you got to pay the fiddler. God. It's coming. Pay the fiddler. It's coming for you. I mean, you pay the devil but with a fiddle. It's a fiddle battle with the devil. Every time you skate. I don't want to get fiddled by the devil. Me neither. Um, this is cool. There is good news about mm. skating. Uh, also, October 22nd. A lot happening in October. Yeah. Big skateboard month. Big everything month. It seems like everything cool kind of happens in October. Right? I know. Clear your... Oh, you're leaving town. Sorry, I was going to say. I'm only going until going. Saturday. It's it's not like a, there's a lot happening. Not like I'm moving right now, there. Todd. It's just crazy that you're leaving the country in skate month mm. to surf. Mm-hmm. Um, October 22nd, 23rd. This is the... Uh, biggest, one of the biggest all-female-focused skate events is called Exposure, and it's happening right here in Encinitas. It Took a break for a couple of years. It was yeah. kind of gone for a couple of years because of that whole thing that we all went through, but now it's back. Oh, the recession. Yeah, that. Um, this event showcases female, trans, non-binary skateboarders from all over the world, and it helps raise awareness for the Community Resource Center uh, here in Encinitas, and it's all ages, it's all epic vibes. Bones Love Milk, uh, Sambazon, there's a village, you can meet all your favorite pros, there's a big vert ramp they put up right in the middle. Uh, all ages, all, anybody, if you've never skateboarded, if you're a pro skater, there's something for you there. There's going to be Pro Division, 60, prize purse of $60,000. 60 this grand. is just a good little afternoon in the park for, uh, for skateboarders. This is a real deal. Big contest. Best trick, longest grind, highest air. I'm going to be there. And you're going to be there? Yeah, it's right down the street. Yeah, and you're going. You're only going for a month. Chris, a let's have a conversation about something. Skateboarding? We talked about this briefly the other day in our um, fantastic breakfast meeting. Yeah. When did the most convenient way to carry your skateboard stop being convenient and become... Mall Lame. grab. Yes. I'm talking about the mall grab. I've been having this conversation with people because when I was younger and coming up in skating, look, the, the skateboard truck was like a built-in handle. And then suddenly it became super whack to carry your skateboard like that. And I want to know, I want to get to the bottom of it. I want to know who is the dude that set this in motion. Okay. I have a... I, 
I feel like it happened in about 1993 or 94, right when, you know, no diss, but kind of implied diss, when Zoomies started to become a mall, quote unquote, skateboard shop. And you'd have all these people that weren't really skaters carrying Christmas completes out of the mall by the truck. And then that was just like, the it was just lumped onto them. So I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. Well, Jankum. Oh. I just looked this up. Okay. 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 What do we have? So they think that it started around the summer of 2000. Okay. Tony Hawk's 900 is a year old. Everybody wants to skate. Um, we've got X Games getting big. Kerry Getz opened his shop, Nocturnal Skate Shop, in June of 2000. And he may have been the first person to say mall grab. So X Games were in town too. With all the X Games going around, you have seen mall grabs out the ass. It would have been mall grabs all day. So basically he's saying like, the X Games are in town, therefore there will be mall grabs. Mm -hmm. Predating that, in the 80s, if you grabbed your board by the truck, it was no good. It was no big deal. Vert guys were doing it a lot because you know you like walk a, up the ramp. It's a handle. Yeah, it's a handle. Um, Big Brother had a shirt with the mall grab mm-hmm. on it. So I think without reading this whole article, it's a pretty long and extensive article on Jenkum. If you want to get to the bottom of it, I will yeah. get to the bottom of this. I think that maybe time wise that it was activated or started by big brother magazine i would think malls deep is what i say yeah i mean it is weird though when you grab your board you think you're when you grab when you mall grab your board it's almost like you feel like you're doing something naughty like it's it's like it's psychological warfare i'm being bad i'm grabbing mall mall grab um yeah anyway that's a great topic unfortunately we don't have time (laughs) nor that's a topic that a lot of our listeners would want to hear about. Unfortunately, we don't have time for that. I'll think about it when I move to Mexico tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Snow news. Brought, brought to you by, by Bot Bot Chines. Chines. Hey, Chris. Yes. Uh, ben Ferguson's movie, Fleeting Time, premiered at La Paloma on Saturday. I was there. Come I on. went down there. I you went checked, there. I went. You know what's funny is... For some reason, I thought it was on Sunday, and I was about to text you to say, yeah, "Hey, right. do a recording of the of like go to the premiere and work, do your job for Monday Mass." You I did. Phone out. I went there. Let's hear your interviews. I didn't. I they're so all in my head. You got who? Who'd you? You who, you just used your voice memo. And got interviews with like Ben Ferguson and who else was there? No one really wants to talk about it. They just they were there. They were overwhelmed. But they anyways, do want to talk about it? Was it was a big showing. There was two shows on Saturday night. Sold out. What? I think I believe they were. Yeah. What a great flick! I wasn't bored. Were you and in that's, it? <laughs> no, I was not in it. Damn it! But I can tell you this from a uh, quote unquote old head musical. Oh, you just called yourself an old musical head. point of view. Okay. We we like it. There Good was songs. there was great music in it. Um, there was a lot of footage from uh, big mountain riding. A lot of footage from like Montana and backcountry. And then when you, then they roll the credits. And you think the movie's over, and there's a full other, like, probably 15 minutes of, like, Mount Hood park riding, which is really cool. It's like, you think this is over, and then here comes this other part. It was just a cool kind of, like... Is there antics? Not really antics. Great snowboarding. Just good snowboarding. Yeah. Yeah. Just good or great? 
It's pretty great. Who, ben Ferguson. Is ben it, Ferguson, so, Red Gerard, Travis Rice had some cameo clips in there. Big Air Jared, Jared Elson. Um, we had uh, Austin Smith, Curtis Cizek. We had uh, Mark McMorris. Sick. Um, Sick. All, I mean, there was a lot of heads in this movie, and it was great. And all the old heads, new heads. They were all heads. pretty much everyone. All the who's who that is in town right now for snowboarding was down there at La Paloma, and it was cool to see everybody. Um, That's pretty awesome. And they are on a tour right now. I believe the next stop is in Salt Lake City. Let's roll your interviews. Let's and get- roll tape. <laughs> next time. Next time. I'll, I'll do next thing I go to. I'll do it, too. Okay, great. Um uh, also, uh, as I see, you have this on here, but this is oh, this it's is, in this is pretty good news. Um, news. Snowmaking is in full effect now. The battle has begun to be the first resort to open up in North America. Right now, it kind of seems like it's between Arapahoe Basin in Colorado and Killington on the East Coast. My money is on a basin, um, and that can only mean that the uh, crew of Nate Dog with four G's are probably already setting up shop. Are the Pin Pin guys are already setting up shop to get first chair once again? You know their numbers? I don't. Should I call Killington and see if they're open? They're not open yet. I know this because I, I work with the company that runs Killington. Oh, yes. so no use for me. They're not. Should yeah. I call the you Hall can, of Fame again? You should call the Hall of Fame. I called um, them after you left. And oh they yeah. Said, they said soon. Maybe next year. They said very soon. So, um, but anyways, wait, it's Keystone. Killington, Arapaho. Mm-hmm. Am I saying the right names here? Of yes. P- potential future first openers. It's usually it's between Loveland uh, Ski Resort. I'm not sure if Loveland's in the mix this year, but it's usually between Loveland and Arapaho, based in Colorado. Okay. And why Kill- is now? Why is that? Because they're so high up. They're like right there on the Continental Divide. They're in the clouds, basically. Basically in the clouds. Okay. They have uh, the temperatures to make snow. And Killington, it just on the East Coast. They just have been they've been the one to beat since I can remember because for some reason um, they have a little bit higher mountain and as soon as you can make snow there they're freaking doing it. Are there guidelines to what constitutes an opening? Is that one lift? Is it uh, it's mountain? called the white ribbon of death, Chris, which is usually like for the first month all you're getting is a strip of snow. Like it's one, it's one strip yeah. of snow. It's more of a novelty. Um, but you can also say like, I went boarding already. Twice. Right. But it's Have also you? like, you're also taking your life in your own hands. Cause it's mostly ice. <laughs> it's mostly ice. And it's mostly dirt. everyone and their grandmother wants to go up and do exactly what you just said. It's ice and dirt and everyone's grandma and you're going to eat shit. Right. But I'm definitely going to go snowboarding this year. Do you keep saying that? I'm getting. I'm getting are you gonna rise? I'm I was getting us a snow sponsor. I'm getting us. Are you um lift tickets? Are you gonna do step ins again? No, I'm, I'm. I got my board. What did you do with those step ons ins? I just tried them and now I'm going yeah, back what, to regular bindings. What did you do with them? You're not helping my quest for a new sponsor. Should we just give them away? No, I. I have. Listen, no, I see I those. I'm wondering what happened to the bindings that made that the really good powder day, Look. the worst powder day of all time. I just, I got bindings right here. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Those look like good bindings. Dude, these are great bindings. This is a KQ meat, mid backs. I don't know how high backs they meat, are. Meat bat? But, um, yeah, the big news for me is definitely have, I'm all, I'm, I'm, I have 100% intention to go snowboarding. Oh, wow. So, 
put that on your snow news calendar. Yep. Uh, what do you have any other snow news oddities that are that are happening right now? Um, everyone's We're in your, geared up, gearing ev- up. Everyone is in your favorite place right now. Oh, Sasa Fe. Yeah, they're in Sasa Fe right now. Everyone's is that in Japan? No, it's in uh, Switzerland. Oh, I thought it was in uh, near Russia. No. Where was that place? The Olympics were Sochi. Yeah. Probably not gonna go snowboarding there ever again. So, Saudi Arabia is hosting the Winter Olympics what? in a couple years. What are you talking about? I saw this on online. Saudi Arabia? Yeah, is there snow there? Probably an indoor one. What are you talking about? I think I feel like, I feel like you're talking out your ass. Right now. <laughs> you want me to watch? I'm going to Google it. Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. This is a bunch of uh, breaking news. It's in the Middle East. Yes. Olympics. Watch. Watch this. Summer Olympics. Saudi Arabia will host the Asian Winter Games in 2029 in the mountains near the $500 billion futuristic city project called Neom. Hmm. When is this? So the Asian Winter Games is not the Olympics. When is it? 2029. So we've got some time. Okay, we'll get to that uh, in a couple years. Will you write that down so we remind me to talk about it in 2026? But I was right. And it's near a future community? It's a... $500 $500 billion future town. Oh. It's nothing you have to worry about till 2029, which is right around the corner. I wonder how much lift ticket prices are going to be in 2029. Like oh $1,000 for a lift ticket? I'm starting to see the reveals, Todd. I'm starting to see those Icon Pass oh, envelopes God. being opened and the brand new uh, stickers. The stickers going on the back of your Subaru. It's so... And I don't know why this bothers me. It's such a dumb thing to be bothered by. It doesn't bother me that much, but it's like... It bothers me. They're... they're Two stickers on the back of a car that bug me. Mammoth? For no reason. An Three icon. stickers that bug me. <laughs> icon, pass. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I okay. Because you don't have one. Well, but do is it $2,000? How much is an icon pass? Like 700 bucks. Well, okay, so you're just, you're just, like, telling me you spent money on something and you're so excited about that something you need to tell us. That you spent money on it. You're not sponsored by Icon. Mm. So why are you promoting something that you already spent your money on? That's kind of like the, that's kind of like when people leave the car dealership license plate frame on their car. That could be laziness, though. This actually takes act, you have to physically go out to your car. Yeah. And again, I'm sure a lot of our listeners have these on their car. What are the other stickers? Not- I'm very curious. The mammoth one kind of. The mammoth one's kind of weird. That's like I love mammoth. That's kind of like a car tramp stamp at this point. I love mammoth. Yeah, I do too. But like the the little M and it's like the little pink one. We have the green one. Coachella stickers. Oh god. How about Coachella stickers that don't have the um, backing peeled off? Yeah, you love that. I fucking can't Um, stand that. And again, it's it's nothing. It it doesn't bother me to the point of any emotional damage. But I okay, like, and again. I would say a lot of our listeners have probably posted videos of them opening <laughs> their icon pass. Wait, is that envelope. like a thing? That's yeah. like, like an open. You know what? Really? There's nothing. I post stuff of myself opening stuff all the time. Yeah, but that's like a thing. Is it like sure a tr- is it trending? People. Here's my icon pass. Yo yo. It's like open it up and you know winter is coming or the countdown is on or beyond ready or you know. Which signifies snowboarding season is here. You know, I miss the days when 
I would be living in Colorado and I would get a fake ID to say I was younger so I could get the cheaper pass. <laughs> you did? Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> How much younger would you have to be? Well, if you had like, when I was like 21 or 22, I would get, <laughs> I would get, I would get, a, uh, I would get a student ID that said I was 18. And I would go in and get the cheap summit pass. And you're like, which is like 25. It went from like being like a $600 to like 199. Oh yeah. Yeah. Solid. So what other stickers? <laughs> That's, I don't, I have two stickers on my minivan. I have a five. You have like the one with the family. I have little sandals going down the line and then like dog paws. No, I don't have those. I did put some, family stickers on two of my friends cars last week though. you did love putting stickers on people's cars. we should do monday mass family stickers oh yeah mm. it's just like two people and a dog yeah dogs in the family. all right well that's that is snowboard news i refuse to talk about it anymore well if i offended you by making fun of your icon pass reveal get over it i'm sorry I deal maybe with I'm just jealous that life I don't is have full of disappointments. Pass. So this is just one of them of many more to come. I'm probably going to have to pay full price just like most people for my lift tickets this year, but I'm going nerd news is brought to you by Bubs naturals at Bubs. Naturals. are you bubbin caught up with no, the I'm dragon show dragon shows kick ass Andor has been kick-ass. Not even starting Lord yet. of the Rings show is just starting to heat up, but Wait, I think what? we only have one episode I left. I did, but then it kind of got good, and there's only like one episode left, so I don't know where it's going. However, to... Uh, Great British Baking Show. No. That's what's up. Creep Show 2 series. I watched Creep Show. The actual movie. The, uh, the OG film creep show 2 creep show season 3 is on oh netflix right now i think i, re- I liked the series it's really good so a lot of people got we got into a hey spirited conversation about halloween movies and i tried to watch a couple of them this weekend and i don't know if i like scary movies anymore mm, come on i watched creep show 2 and i was entertained it's not scary no creep show, creep show the first creep show is better than creep show 2 you know one thing that is kind of weird when you watch uh, 80s, even early 90s movies, is some of the stuff in there. There was a part in Creepshow 2 where this the, uh, a gal's asleep, and this guy's like, kind of like trying to get on her when she's mm. asleep, and it's like supposed to be romantic. <laughs> it's not right. It's not right. I think the 80s needs to apologize for some of these scenes. Um because that's not right. And she does get eaten. And it's his fault. By what? A blob. Oh, wait. The raft. He wasn't trying to get on her. Yes, he... Dude, I just she, watched it. She was reaching down... No. For the... She was asleep. And he was oh! trying to get on her. This was late? Okay, all right. Yeah. All right. No, no, no. No. That's that's probably my favorite one from Creepshow 2 is the raft where like the... The um, they drag a tarp through the water and the tarp it's eats you. Like the best special effects. There was a scene where a guy gets pulled through the wooden raft and that, his leg breaks. That looks like it hurts. Sick. Anyway. Okay. Uh, in other nerd news, Max Verstappen, spoiler alert, has won the 2022 F1 World Championship in an Audi. That's your guy. That's your teammate. DTM, dog. What's DTM? Down to motor. Down to motor. <laughs> they got four four little rings. 
Wait, is it an Audi? No, it's a Honda, actually. Is it a Honda? Yeah. Hmm. Well, whatever. Either way, I haven't, for I haven't been. Uh, I haven't been watching Formula One this year. And this is why I, for one, like the WSL Final Five, WSL Ripco Finals, mm. Ripco WSL Finals, whatever, however you want to call it. There's three races left. Max Verstappen's the champ. What is my incentive to keep watching? Exactly what happens in the surf world when the surfer wins three events early on the beach in Portugal. Hey, he's the champion now. Who yeah, but people watch Formula One for the crashes. Some people. Hey, let's re- uh, rewinding back to surf news. I ended up watching um, all three of the Stabs uh, professional surfing. Yeah, uh, they're it, great. It's insane. That's one of the better mini documentaries, yeah. docu series. Highly recommend if if you have a subscription to Stab Mag on the web. Um, the li- like, what is it called? Perfect. Like how surfers get paid. How surfers get paid. It's so good. I do feel like the last one was a bit of a Julian Wilson fucking hit job, but it was really good. But was it? Is it warranted? I don't know. I was I I was there, but I wasn't there. I wasn't in the room, but I was mm. there. I remember all those trips. I remember. When, you know, we worked with Red Bull and or Nike to do these trips. And it was like, how many, how many photographers do you want to come? Four? Okay, no problem. Two water guys, a land guy, helicopter guy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, no. No, you're not paying no for budget. it. You're going to say, yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, great series. And I, I, I will go ahead and agree and say, as I've said before, Stab Premium, totally worth it. Uh, Fat Mike from NoFX is opening. Now, this is a, the least punk rock statement that you'll ever read, but it's also about punk rock. The world's first comprehensive museum dedicated to punk rock in Las Vegas. Narrated, With that being said. Narrated by Nardwar. So these are good things about it. Do, 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 do. So that was a, obviously a press release written by somebody. And I think a punk rock, punk rock museum... Uh, helped, co-created by Fat Mike from No Effects. Great. Is Las Vegas the most punk rock city? Yes and no. Mm. There are punk rock elements Depends in Las Vegas. Depends on what Vegas. time it is. Uh, yeah, I would say it's like at, at 8 in the morning on the outskirts of town, punk rock for sure. <laughs> uh, anywhere on the strip, not super punk rock. Um, but a punk rock museum in Las Vegas, and you can go on a, a hosted tour from Nardwar, who is probably the greatest musical interviewer strange ever. strangest human best uh, there's merch by Pusshead um, and I if I find myself in the unfortunate position of being of having to be in Las Vegas and if I had an extra couple of hours I would go to the punk rock museum okay. in Las Vegas would you I'd probably go to Nobu when was the last time you were in Las Vegas Ooh, probably the last time that we had a um, snowboard uh, S-I-A. trade show there SIA? SIA show yeah what does SIA stands for ski uh, industry of America oh <laughs> you're so smart I know uh, Todd I was on you were on a podcast called last week called what uh, I don't remember rad season rad season excuse me yes you were on rad season I was just on a podcast called scotch and good conversation you don't drink I don't drink you don't have to drink and I was reached out. I was out of the blue. This guy reached out to me to be on his podcast, and I'm like, "Let me look at the." Po-. I said yes <laughs> first, okay. uh-huh. without knowing anything about it, because that's what I, I just say yes to things. 
Um, I said yes, and then I looked at it, and guess who the guest before me was? Who? Brandon Butler, singer, guitar player, Boys Life. Wow. Therefore, I knew it was a badass. So was this more about um, Cut You Up stuff? Music yeah, stuff? music. It was it was about music, about commentary. Just I, you know, I guess uh, you know, just an interview. Mm-hmm. And the host was super cool. We made friends, and it's coming out soon. Cool. You got a sleepover? Scotch and good conversation. It's an go. hour and twenty minutes. Can't wait for you when you listen to the whole thing a couple times on your trip. <laughs> Give me your review. I know you can't get enough of me, Todd. Um, what do you think of Hugh Jackman returning as Wolverine to Deadpool three? I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm too. very excited. I, f- I think the, the chemistry between Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman in this weird inside joke <laughs> that's been going be so on for good. years. I hope that they can live up to the hype that this has. Right well, now. so what? Tell me the origin story of Wolverine and Deadpool um, that you know of. It can be loosely fabricated or. I factual. feel like I don't. Like, everything kind of like ties back to the the super serum that may, gave Captain America his powers. Okay. Like. Everything ties back to that, pretty okay. much in in the Marvel universe in some form or fashion. It seems like these days, and I think it has to do with something with Deadpool. It went wrong. This right. Soldier of Fortune, something happened. The regenerative properties, or something like they took some mutant thing from uh, Wolverine or something. Now, like is Deadpool it, and Wolverine related? No via this substance. Mi- no, I don't, because Hugh Jack Wolverine's a mutant. Adamantium. Yeah, the skeleton. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. Anyways, but the the history between Deadpool and Wolverine, like there was a movie that had Hugh Jackman playing Deadpool, but it was so horrible that they actually lampooned that a lot in Deadpool. Wait, he was. That was he played a movie. He played Deadpool in I forget what Wolverine movie it was. Oh, he came out as Deadpool? He came out as Deadpool, but it was such a bad take wow. on the character that in all the Deadpool movies, they hearken back to it and they make fun of it. So is Deadpool and Wolverine going to fight against each other I or don't know. together? I don't know. More likely than not, um, they will probably fight each other. Crazy. Can't wait. Can't wait. I, I love Deadpool. 2024, I believe, is when that Oh, my comes God. Out. That's yeah. like going to... I'm going to be at the Saudi Arabian Olympics. <laughs> I can't go. Busy. Uh, this is interesting. Okay. Uh, fun bit of nerd news. On December 3rd, a new film is going to drop. It's called Violent Night. Mm. This is going to star David Harbour, you know, from Stranger, Stranger Things, Things sure. as Santa Claus. And basically what happens is a team of mercenaries breaks into a wealthy family compound on Christmas Eve, takes everyone hostage. The team isn't prepared for a su- surprise combatant, Santa Claus. So basically, you've got Santa Claus coming through as uh, like a Dark Knight Batman style character who's going to kill and the it looks violent mm. it looks bloody and it looks awesome do you maybe think a it, new Christmas classic do you think it will take down Die Hard as a Christmas classic there's Silent Night Deadly Night which was uh, a slasher flick a slasher flick um, yeah yeah I don't I I, this could be something brand new. I love the idea of David Harbour as a we'll see. somewhat evil Santa. We'll see how it goes. Trying to clear the naughty list. Let's get to questions. Questions. Let's get to questions. Because I had a couple on mine. Okay. Let's see here. You had a question, question in your mind? Okay, go ahead. You go first because I'm trying to find where my questions are. 
Okay. Okay, here we go. Old Nerdy Bastard says, Chris, will you actually go snowboard this year? If so, what's your setup looking like? P.S. Put a new battery in your Nixon clock. No. Oh, you're right. Time stands still when you're listening to the Monday Mass, Amen. both for you and for us. Put it on 420. <laughs> here, let me show you my setup. Oh my god! I got the K2 Simple Pleasures right here. We'll see if I get a new board. What year? Is. What year is that board? Does this, this is co- from last year? What, what do, you, do you plug this in? That's a leash. Oh, yeah, you plug it in to charge it. You yeah, charge your board. you charge your board. Yeah. See, you did like the look of these bindings, didn't you? Oh, I love them. Do you put? I got a question. I got a snowboard question for Todd. Do you put do your you feet put in your, these? Do you put your your front binding strap on your toe or yeah, on top? Yeah, it's a toe strap. That's a toe strap. Yeah, but people are starting to put it on top of their boots again. Why? Trend. I don't know. I don't know what why people do things in snowboarding. It's very confusing to me. I'm going to use my front strap. Okay, I have a question. That's a good question, old nerdy. This is from Sketchy G. Sketchy G says, The Thrasher clip of the dude using the shoelace as a skateboard leash I sent to you this morning. This is where I got that from. Oh, Okay. Should we start making skateboard leashes? Is this a trend we will see in the future? I'm going to go with no. What if you do your sack, nut sacks, mm-hmm. with a leash attachment? Small cord, swivel. One of the best parts about a skateboard is when you're not into the trick, you can kick it away from you. Yeah. Get rid of it. So you're not strapping on anything. Right. Surfboard. BMX bikes, snowboards you can't get away from. Yeah. Pogo sticks. I don't. Roller blades. I don't roller see. Roller skates. I don't see. Jet skis. Skate leashes coming in. No. But if they do, Todd's on it. I got a question from Sketchy Tank at Sketchy Tank. The famous What's Sketchy up, Tank? Tank? What's your all-time favorite skateboard graphic and why? <laughs> all-time favorite skate graphic and why? That is so tough. That is tough, but I have an answer. What is it? The Jeff Kendall Street model. What'd that look like? It was... Pumpkin? Yes, it had the pumpkin on it, and it said Nard's Dangle. No, wait. <laughs> no, wait. Is that the pumpkin one? No, I think... The pumpkin one was freaking awesome. That was like a Halloween inspiration. The other one... No, this was the one, the Jeff Kendall one. It's like a brick wall, and it says Jeff Kendall. Oh, classic. And there's just all this shit. Iconic. Yeah. Iconic. Um, I'm going to say my all... I, now this changes a lot, but I'm gonna say my all-time favorite graphic. I'm gonna right change now, my answer. Rob Roscop. I'm gonna change my answer. Rob Roscop, maybe like three, where the monsters like halfway out. Mm-hmm. Oh, but the Lucero coming through the. Man. I'm changing. I'm changing my what answer. What is it? It's the Grosso one with the bat. Oh. Okay. I never had that skateboard. I always I wanted that one. I never had that either. What's yeah. your what's your least favorite skateboard graphic of all time? Can least you remember one? Favorite skateboard mm-hmm. graphic of all time? I don't really dwell on the negative. I know? could I could not stand the Lester. The uh, original Sims Oh with the the blurb. Jizz. Yeah, the jizz shot. <laughs> the jizz? <laughs> I didn't the like Lester that one. Jizz? I was really annoyed by that board, but I think it had more to do with the guy. This kid I knew who had one, and he was super annoying, and he, he always ruined had a, the Lester. He ruined Lester for me. Wow, because I've heard Lester is a really nice guy. This dude was always big fan of this show too. Snake you, like you'd be like on first or second wall, and he'd drop in on you, and he was like this little grubby kid. Ugh. How good was the Chris? Chris Miller's had a, a lot. Miller of had a, real, a bunch of really good graphics. The coffee break one, insane. Coffee. The break. cat. 
Coffee break was that was um Neil, Neil Blender. Blender. That's that's what I meant. Chris had the cats. Chris had cats. Neil Blender had great graphics. I'm just gonna edit that out so I don't sound stupid. <laughs> I just had it in my mind. I, I was thinking a cat, but then I thought coffee break. So that's a great question though. Mm-hmm. Um Do you have any more? What about modern graphics? Like is there any memorable it's I feel like it's these days it's really hard to come out with a graphic that's like iconic. And maybe it was the age we were at, but you know I always liked the stereo boards that were kind of simplistic, but they used like good colors. Yeah. Were yeah. they iconic? Is there an iconic? Because for a while, there? like for for when I was um, you know, skating hardcore and this is like in the ninety late nineties, early two thousands. It was really like all the all the boards that were screened that came out of Deluxe. You could wipe the graphics off with like Windex. Oh, really? Yeah, you could just like they weren't there wasn't like another pass that was done over them. Huh. They clear coated them. You could wipe. So we would get a board shape we like and just wipe smear the graphic. Why? I don't know. It was cool to do. Everyone was doing Punk. it. The cool Punk dudes rock. that I knew were doing it. So I, I have did a that. I have a new icon, newish icon, the antihero eagle, uh-huh. is an iconic. Very skate graphic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you do you put your wheels graphics out or graphics in? Three in, one out. Shut up. Yeah. Really? Three in, one out. All the time. All the time. Huh. Three in, one out. I always do in. Yeah, you would be an in inward <laughs> graphic. Guy. Do you have Do you have one bolt that signifies where the front of the board is? No, I used to, but now I kind I do some grip cuts. Mm. Okay, this is a question for Todd. Hey. This is from Tom Grimsdale. Hey, He's Tom. got a beautiful beard. Oh, my What's gosh. What's up, He's Tom? got like this beautiful Give me, beard. Hit me with the question. Question for Todd. I'm 51 years old. Mm. Do you have a recommendation for older riders, such as myself, on how to prepare physically or wow. get into shape for the upcoming snowboard season? Fall down the stairs a lot and just get used to it. Get no, used to I pain? don't. I guess, I mean... You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I tell, think, tell us about your training regimen. I think that if you know, it's the best training you can do is to stay active in the off season. Yeah. So your so your body is not taking you know it's not like shocking what yeah. you're doing, but still like I get it these days too. Like I'll go I surf all summer, um, you know, skate and but then I go to snowboard and snowboarding hurts me in places now. First couple days where not like pain but like that weird muscle pulling feeling where you're like that's mm. a lot of stress on something that i haven't put stress on since last year yeah when muscle gets pulled <laughs> uh i have a recommendation what is it since todd didn't have one <laughs> that's my i gave him a recommendation surf all summer and then be no pain. i said stay active <laughs> i don't care what you do i think that the best one of the best ways to train for snowboard season not since go i didn't go last year but i is running stairs mm. Running stairs, to me, I think that's kind of like the best thing for any sport, but I feel like especially snowboarding because you're activating your legs. You're also mm. getting used to going up and down, mm. which you obviously do in snowboarding. You go up and down. And also, Lindsay Jacobellis used to run stairs that I run. Her and I are elite athletes, so I think therefore. And also, I used to see Juicy. Who? Oksanen running G- the stairs. Juicy? Do you call him, I call him Juicy? Juicy? Oh, really? Yeah. And he's down with that? He's running the stairs. I see a lot of snowboarders running stairs, and I think it's just a great way to get ready for snowboarding season. I think that um, I think one of the greatest things that you can do for yourself is to get a good pair of shoes. 
Do you do you have you a good? You got a good pair of shoes, didn't you? I did. I got After a good. After making fun of my athletic shoes. No, I'm I'm a hundred percent down you're with good. Wearing, you're not wearing them. Now. I'm not you're wearing, not wearing them now because I'm now. trying to I'm trying to fit the part. I'm trying to be cool here. What'd you get? It's just some New Balance. Wow, you just, just went and bought them off the rack. Just some New Balance. You're awesome. Yeah. Jason Gingery. Jason Gingery wants to know. Is he Gingery? This is from Twitter. Okay. After all of your and Todd's visits to surf, skate, and snowboarding headquarters, mm-hmm. who had this is a good question? Who had the warmest, most authentic, chill, bro town vibe, and why? So, like, when you went to companies, which company? had the best vibe when you visited Which, as in like hang out it's good time like hmm. that's a great question i think todd and i both went through the glory years of the surf skate snowboarding industry um i always thought that going to uh Volcom, I would say Volcom had the uh, a great a good vibe because of a few different reasons. Volcom, they always had a skate park, so mm-hmm. you'd go and you'd skate. Um, their offices and still are they're they they're all like rock posters and guitars and just rad shit all around. Everyone that worked there in the peak years, super cool. And I just remember when we would go and be like, oh, we got to go to a meeting at Volcom. We would come home five hours later, drunk, sweaty from skating with a ton of clothes. They would always be like, go to the warehouse, get some clothes. So I would say in terms of like the big ones, Volcom always had the, the, the best vibe. And then we, I, I was always, a lot of friends. I was always there. really part. I mean, look, I, I wrote for quick for I knew uh, still, but they I were will, cool when, we, when I went in there. I will say that, um, when I wrote for Oakley, Oakley was one of the coolest ones because you felt like when you went in the building, like, Hey, do you want to tour the whole facility? Hey, do you need like, like I do? Yeah. Remember they had the they had a hidden speakeasy bar, pool room, and in Michael Jordan had an office. Yeah, right next to Jim Gennard's office. That yeah. was really cool. That's a good one. Um, we have time for one more question, and then I'm gonna play Wait, us well, out. We got two more. Okay. Um, Hana Lee says, "What type of horror movie that you? What type of horror movie will you not watch?" Me? Yeah. Ooh, uh, anything with spiders. Spiders. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, I don't like seeing kids get killed. Maybe that's just me. So you didn't like, like you it. didn't like it. <laughs> a lot of people like it. A lot of people liked it. That was a very popular movie. A lot of people like watching kids get killed. I don't personally. I watched it, but I didn't like it. <laughs> um, yeah, you don't like spiders. No. Don't like arachnophobia. Todd fu- likes when arachnophobia kids get killed in movies. Freak me out. Eight-legged freaks freak me. I mean, these are movies that I've seen. Yeah. I didn't like them. Um, Dan Carter wants to know, has my dad seen any films lately? Has he? Should we call him? No, we don't have time we'll call for him that. next week. But, Dan, we will call him next week. Um, what else we got? Uh, old Nerdy Bastard. Oh, no. Training? Aiden McCall, what's your opinion on the Lowers Raid? Is it the best thing for SoCal or just super annoying? Well, I think it's annoying, but it's also the best. So, thanks for listening. Snow season's here, folks. I will go snowboarding. Todd probably will not. He's going to Mexico. So, uh, thanks for listening and watching. For those of you who did either one of those, we'll be back next week. Hola.
Bienvenidos a Mexico, Padre Church. Giggity, giggity. That's all, folks.